Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie show and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, we would love it even more than that if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Uh, we say that every episode, and we, we mean it. We would really, really appreciate it if you did that. And with that, let's start talking about today's episode, which is uh, covering episode seven of the Netflix limited series, The Defenders, titled Fish in the Jailhouse, which originally dropped August 18th of 2017. And as usual, here's our breakdown of the episode. Jessica, Matt, and Luke wake up in the police precinct as murder suspects. They tell Misty about the hand, but try not to go into too many details or let the police get too involved, even though they're already in the precinct and telling the police kind of exactly what's happening. Uh, the remaining fingers of the hand agree to let Electra pursue her goals, hoping that she will give them access to the substance they need to avoid death. She takes Danny below the building to the magic door that they need him to open. Matt, Jessica, and Luke escape the precinct by knocking a hole in the wall and go to Midland Circle, where they are confronted by Gao, Bakudo, and Murakami. Colleen soon arrives to help, bringing with her the C4 that Raymond had been stopped by. The group drives the fingers of the hand away. Misty and Clara arrive soon after, and Misty agrees uh, to stall the police while the others uh, get to Danny. Electra tricks Danny into opening the door, causing a blast that knocks out the power through the city. Danny wakes up below the skeleton of a freaking dragon. <laughs> Finally, we get a dragon. I know. I mean, really, this is 2018. We've got to wait at least three years, because we saw in the trailer Shang-Chi has an actual dragon. So. Yep, really looking forward to that. Yeah. Whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... For the amount of dragons that are in Marvel Comics, we haven't gotten enough dragons in the MCU yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially, I I know I was incredibly let down at the end of you know season one of Iron Fist because they, they showed us him going into the cave and, and then they showed us the end of him doing that trial and we didn't get to see a dragon. Yeah. Such a waste. Yeah. I mean... This, during this time, Game of Thrones was on, and it was still the biggest show ever. And they were all about dragons. I oh, mean, yeah. could have soaked up some of the dragon money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Netflix has money. We know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Netflix has done dragons. I'm oh, sure. yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't think of a... Oh, wait, they had the crappy dragon in The Witcher. I think the worst white dragon design. Oh, okay. I have not seen that yet. But yeah. all right. Overall, good. Dragon design, really disappointing. As someone who loves yeah. dragons. <laughs> so that show is a prequel to the video game, right? <sighs> that show is based off the books that the video game is also based off of. Okay. I never played the first two games, so I don't know if it's like telling the same story as like the first game or not. Okay, got it. Someone had told me that that the of the books, the stories the the tv show was was like early in the books and then the video games were a little bit later or, or something to that effect yeah. either way uh, i don't know is, it's a prequel I'm, I'm good this is where i am i have i have played the third game i've watched the first season which as of right now is the only one out and i've read the first book of short stories so i can't tell you anything they're following the books relatively closely 
Okay. And yeah. this is where I am, ready for fast facts. All right. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? Al, what do you think fish in the jailhouse means? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I was thinking about it um, like two minutes ago when mm-hmm. I remembered that you always, uh, you know, try to think of the like what the title means. And I have no idea. Well, it has actually a really appropriate meaning. Fish in the jailhouse is a Tom Waits song about a guy who escapes from, fr- from prison using fish bones from their dinner. Okay. So these guys, they are like, because, okay, so the whole song's about uh, all I need is a fishbone and they're save, serving fish in the jailhouse tonight, right? And that's the whole song repeatedly over and over. You, you listeners will hear it at the end of this episode because I'm definitely going to put it at the end of this episode. But, <laughs> okay. um, so it's like the one thing you need to escape. Luke is the one thing they need to escape because they can just bust out the door, the wall. <laughs> so he is the fish in the jailhouse. Okay, so it was Luke that was was the fish. Yeah, All or right. it could have been so, Jessica. I assume Luke was the one who knocked down the door, though. Okay, or so what? I wasn't thinking them. I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was um, the the hand. All they needed was the iron fist, and look, they have the iron fist to huh? um, lightly touch the the wall. <laughs> lightly touch with a glowing fist. Mm-hmm. It has um, to be activated. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess you're right. I, maybe they're both fish in the jailhouse. Everyone's a fish in the jailhouse. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only fast fact I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, uh, I on. also don't have any uh, more fast facts, just in case okay. you were wondering. I really wasn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, Can we start with Jessica? Sure. All right. Um, So first thing we see with her, um, she's in the interrogation room. She's the only one in the interrogation (laughs) room. Why? Did did I miss something? What was up with that? She's the only one who's murdered someone. Or not murdered, but killed someone. I, I guess that's true. That we know of. Wait, I mean, yeah. wasn't Luke in jail for murder? Was like, he I mean, he was murder? he was framed. I guess you're right. I, I know he was framed. I don't remember for what. I don't know if they ever said. Well, okay. First of all, for that crime, he was exonerated, right? And Misty knows him, so she thinks he's not a um, killer anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Jessica's the only confirmed killer. That is true. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think not. Not that the, she was involved. She wasn't. Has Colleen killed people? <laughs> uh, does Bakudo count? I mean, no. Well, <laughs> does it count if you kill someone and they come back? 
I, I think it does. You, you still have to make that decision, right? Okay. Well, isn't it attempted murder? <laughs> oh, I, from a legal perspective, I have absolutely no idea. Okay. I would still count it as murder. Like, me personally. Like, un- assuming that they don't know the other person will come back. For example, back in Iron Fist, when Ward uh, killed his dad, Harold Meacham, mm-hmm. he didn't know Harold was going to come back. Yeah, I don't think that would stand up in court. <laughs> I think we'd get them both on attempted murder. Because it's not like, like I didn't know I wasn't going to hit a major blood artery. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. We're neither of us are mur- or uh, <laughs> neither of us are murderers. We're also not uh, lawyers, is what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> but I do want Turn that out both. there. <laughs> yes, I would. I would like everyone to know that both of those statements. Yep. I don't know why people keep coming to me for legal advice. Um. Oh God, what's that YouTube guy I've been watching? Like Legal Eagle or something like that. He does um, the laws in fictional things. So he's done Daredevil. But he's done, like, um, talking about how during the trial of Frank Castle in season two. Mm -hmm. And be like, he did it very wrong. You're not supposed to have a big speech in the middle of, like, cross-examining a witness stuff. And then, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it makes sense, but it's just Mm -hmm. not as good TV. No, that's true. Definitely true. All right. Uh, Jessica. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean... Let's see. So, I don't have Jessica split up from everyone else. Like, I have... Okay, we have got a little bit of Jessica, a little bit of Matt, a little bit of Luke, and then when they all escape, I've just got all of them together. <laughs> yeah, at that point, yeah. Right. Um, so I guess the, the one other thing I just want to mention here in the interrogation room, she starts telling Misty some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she doesn't go all in with the, um, you know, the hand or, you know, evil assassin ninja people. Uh, but she she's at least giving some information. Uh, I guess we never really figure out how much, but she probably stops pretty soon thereafter. Well, yeah, it's also a moot point because they're about to tell them pretty much everything anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but uh, again, like how previously Jessica had only ever been noticed uh, stealing stuff from the cops by Misty. Uh, Misty's also the only person who's ever figured out that uh, Matt's probably more than just a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she... I mean, I think he could have mean... showed up unconscious with Jessica and Luke, just like they did at the police station. And if Misty wasn't there no one would figure it out, would have any suspicions about him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now, she doesn't figure it out exactly, but, um, but, yeah, that, so that's a whole, that's a weird can of worms, right? Like, she's, she's on his case, Uh she's thinking about it, um, I guess no one ever sees them together as a as a team, right? The Defenders. They're not like the Avengers where they do big spectacles and they're out yeah. there and everyone has them on video. Yeah. So like if they had them on video, Misty would have immediately known, oh, Matt's, Matt Murdock is Daredevil. Okay. Mm-hmm. 100%. But... <laughs> that lower jaw looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. She does at the end of this episode. What she 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 does she shows up at um 
and I guess we're completely skipping ahead, but I'm, we're talking about it now. So uh, after they escape and they go to Midland Circle, Mystique mm-hmm. also goes to Midland Circle and and meets up with them, right? Like, yeah. So right after the the three defenders fighting the three, uh, the hand, right? Um, so the, the hand get away and then Misty shows up. Is she sees them all. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure so, at that mm-hmm. moment, power of deduction will tell you that's mm-hmm. that blind lawyer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe she's <laughs> thinking he's faking it, but okay. I mean, which yeah. would honestly be my assumption, I mean, too. yeah, that's much more realistic. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So she, she probably put two and two together, but at the end, when when things happen, they're like, okay, all right. So not going to jump into next week's episode, but all right. This week. Yeah. That's what happens. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Matt has pretty much the same conversation with Foggy and Karen, but with very different endings. Um, because they're both like, "Stop, Matt! Stop fighting and trying to save the city and protecting the world." Don't, no, don't. But, <laughs> um, Karen, uh you know, says that, and Foggy says that, but Foggy gives him his suit, which, Foggy's a good, terrible friend. (laughs) (laughs) He is. I mean, you know, Matt kind of needed the the little push over, like, Uh Matt is, like, Daredevil is someone who can stop the hand, and to a degree, um, both Foggy and Karen don't really know what the hand do. Like, They've been told, and Karen has some first-hand knowledge, right? Everyone yeah. was kidnapped. Um, but they didn't know about the the bloodletting that happened in Season 2. Um, you know, blinding a whole ton of people just to make drugs. You know, that kind of stuff, right? So there was, yeah. th- there's a lot of that stuff. Like, someone really needs to stop them. And they're being selfish if they just want their friend around as a drinking buddy. Which is, from what I can tell, all they want. That's true, but it's also, like, destroying his life and putting his life in danger. So I could get that point of view. I feel like Foggy's the type of person who will go up to his friend who's an alcoholic and be like, you know what will get you off of alcohol? Drinking this whole bottle of vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the cigarette strategy. Exactly. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still better than cocaine. I mean, that's true. <laughs> um, Matt would be a good alcoholic because he can't go blind from, like, alcohol. <laughs> is is that a thing? They say, like, um, like really high-proof uh, alcohol, like uh, moonshine. You can go blind from it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. All right. So... One of the th- uh, part of the, one of the conversations that that Matt has is uh, when he's talking to Karen, and at this point he's he's made up his mind. He's he is Daredevil. He's going to be mm-hmm. Daredevil. I think at that point he already has the suit that Foggy gave him. Yeah. Uh, and and so one thing that he says to Karen is, uh, "quote This is my life." Like he's he's made that decision mm-hmm. again. Um, you know that that whole struggle that that's kind of been his arc this season, right? The show him debating should he be daredevil should he not be um yeah this really bad things happening okay i mean i still think 
Um, they they just need one Avenger. I mean, we kept saying that in season two of Daredevil. Just one Avenger. Like, anyone. I mean, he should just go up to Avengers Tower, which I think this is pre-Ultron, right? I don't know where this is in timeline. But he should go contact the Avengers. He's already better than Hawkeye. So maybe <laughs> he should just join the Avengers and just get, like, a couple of them to help with the hand. There you go. That works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Just just throw the Hulk at them. Like that's all you need. <laughs> now nah, they'll run away. Yeah, you they'll, don't they'll want the Hulk. the Hulk. Yeah. I I yeah. think it's a Natasha. Definitely Natasha. She knows how to sneak oh, and stuff. Uh, yeah. this is a Natasha and uh Cap deal. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think I think anyone with a with a suit. I think uh. Uh, you know, Iron Man, War Machine. I think they. I, I don't think those ninjas can get through there. That no, stuff. It's, it's not about killing ninjas. All of these guys <laughs> can kill ninjas. It's about well, getting yeah, them true. without them scurrying and going to ground and not being able to find them again. Ah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I was thinking in my mind. I was thinking they have sensors and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, but but they don't have right. heartbeats, okay. so they might not give off heat either. <laughs> That's true. If they're the living dead. So, yes. yeah, you're right. Zombies, zombies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want the um, plot of the Blade movie is to him be fighting the hand because they're undead. <laughs> oh, that would be so great. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then he accidentally cuts off um, Danny's hand. Well, I, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um anything else for just uh matt uh, no that, that's it yeah. oh oh actually you know what one thing yeah. um throughout this episode his glasses are broken i bet mm. that means something he can't see <laughs> yep that's right it's uh <laughs> it's messing with his vision no yeah. uh no we, we've talked about that stuff in the past right like there there are some of those those tropes that show up in movies yeah, um, symbolism and i yeah, and I I forgot it to look up if that means something, if that's one of those things that's used, but I'm sure it represents something. Well, I just I don't think know what. Maybe I, if I were to guess, is um the glasses symbolize uh the Matt Murdock side of him because he's still, I mean he's he is blind, but he's not as uh handicapped as a regular blind person, but. He wears these glasses as part of his disguise of just being a normal blind lawyer. You know, normal blind lawyers, like most lawyers. <laughs> yeah. So okay. the fact that they're cracked is like he's falling away from that Matt Murdock side of him. Okay. And also that people like uh, Misty are figuring out he's Daredevil. Yeah, possibly. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's it. I just wanted to, to call that out because I, I rarely ever notice those things. So just yeah. wanted to try and get a point for that, even though we don't keep track of those points. <laughs> um, so the only thing I have for Luke is the fact that he tells the cops about the hand, but says they're the only ones to take out the hand. And, you know, Missy's not in love with it, but the cops are pretty chill about this. <laughs> Yeah, well, they don't know that the plan is to blow up a building. That is true. 
And I guess they do lock them all away in yeah. the same room. <laughs> yeah, well, they they weren't locked, right? They were oh. they were talking together oh, as a group. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was right after Foggy spoke to Matt. Okay. That's right. Uh, Matt says, "Here is my as your lawyer. Here is my expert legal advice." And then they cut away, and we find out that they left. So I don't know if he gave them actual advice or if he said, "Nah, screw it. Let's get out of here." I think he's like he gave him legal advice and then said, "But as your superheroing friend, uh, <laughs> let's ignore that advice." <laughs> that sounds like him. Yeah. So they do bust through the wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they have to... Well, first of all, the cops think Matt's been kidnapped. Because... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's logical. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have no idea why he would even be kidnapped. That makes no sense. But but yes, it, I guess it is logical in that... Like, I, I don't know. But, like... Because blind people are, are just as capable, but mm-hmm. like I don't know how yes, tall any, of a. Hmm? But any person is not capable compared to Juke uh, Cage and Lessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean both back. of them. Yeah, both of them are are very strong. Um, and I guess I don't actually know if everyone knows how strong Jessica is. I, I keep forgetting that. Um, like as far as like the the police, does, does Misty know? that Jessica's really strong. Um, That I don't remember. I think so. And I think, do you think, I bet Luke would have mentioned Jessica at some point. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's something there. Um, So yeah, I guess you're right. They, they know about these two people who are powered and their lawyer who, for some reason, maybe, Oh, Oh, here, here's, here's my theory of what, of what Misty thinks happened. Uh, Juke and Lessica Mm -hmm. left. Uh, and then they took their lawyer so that every so often they can ask him, hey, we want to do this thing. Do you think we could get away with it legally? And then he would say yes or no. And then that would determine if they do it or not. But they forgot to ask if kidnapping somebody was illegal. Yeah, they uh, they they thought of this idea after kidnapping him. Mm. So they just didn't even ask him. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Luke... Or Juke and Leska are way dumber than Luke and Jessica. So let's talk about these guys. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have to take the subway because they, for, they lost their wallets and, or they got their wallets confiscated by the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jessica just shows that how much of an alcoholic she is by stealing beer <laughs> from a homeless guy. <laughs> Yep. Well, the episode started with her, or at at some point at the beginning of the episode, she said she needs a she needs a drink. Mm-hmm. She she really needed it as as an alcoholic. She's probably got some tremors there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't you see her drunk a lot, right? She is an alcoholic, but you mm-hmm. don't see the her hankering for alcohol really until you see her steal from the homeless guy. Yeah, that's that's a low. That's she didn't have anything to give him at least. Maybe at least give him the rest of your metro card. I know, uh, right? Yeah. Well, maybe she'll leave the can for him so he can recycle it. It's still theft. <laughs> also, that guy's homeless. He might not he, it's probably better for him not to drink. Well, Jessica's a 
law-abiding person on the run for um, kidnapping a lawyer. So she probably needs a drink. I'm sure that's what she told herself. Yeah. I bet she didn't even think Whether that's the, actually how that... <laughs> the morality oh, yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. She just... She she needed a drink. And uh, it's been, what, two, three days since she uh, last had one, I think? Well, time's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if it was this episode or, or next week's episode. She she does have a line about, uh, about, about not changing in three days. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they arrive at Midland Circle, right? And we get mm-hmm. a fight of the three defenders versus three fingers of the hand. Um, and Gal uses the force a lot in this to take on Luke and Jessica. But it's no use against a giant pipe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if if that's your main power, and it's better than any other powers you have, keep using it. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> no, it's true. I like, mean, yeah. she is... I think she's the most powerful, like, as of, like, superpowers of the hand. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess we don't know if Alexandra had anything, but probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. And then we've got uh, the guy who pokes people till they can't move anymore. Mirakami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a sword guy, which, you know, it's even lamer than the arrow guy, because you can't do it from far away. <laughs> I don't know. It is cooler. You don't run out. I mean, of ammo. I if I threw my sword like I sh- would shoot an arrow, I'd run out really quickly. <laughs> okay, I guess there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not even fair that Bakudo has a sword, right? Because uh, I'm pretty sure his sword broke when he fought Colleen, and you don't get another one. It's not fair. <laughs> I mean, he is rich. I'm sure he owns a lot of swords. Yeah, probably. He probably should have brought one of the good swords when he was fighting Colleen in there in uh, Iron Fist. Yeah, that was his mistake. That that yeah. was um, that was from years ago when he wanted to learn to to smith his own weapons, mm-hmm. uh, and he was not good at it. Apparently, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Daredevil fights Bakudo, uh, Luke fights Murakami, and Jessica fights Gao, and. I think the defenders are like getting their asses kicked, right? Until Colleen shows up. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Because yeah. um, Colleen, yeah. she's the hero of whatever show she's in. It's not just Iron Fist. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it, it, do, are we promoting her to hero for this episode or no? Uh, I don't, no, I have Colleen in the <laughs> other section. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we we do have to be a little little clear or a little specific about the the heroes because there's so many heroes in this show. Mm-hmm. The, the main heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that was happening. Like they, you know, those three villains versus these three heroes. The the villains were winning until Colleen showed up. I I'm going to complain a little bit more about this next week, but uh, I I feel like Jessica's powers are the most um, underutilized but also the most um, like wildly different depending on like the <laughs> scene that she's in. Cause yeah. sometimes she has no problem picking up a car uh, other times. It. Yeah, exactly. Like she's in a fight with these obvious murderers, throw that car you're standing next to. <laughs> well, uh, I, I mean, maybe 
Jessica, like, you know how she keeps everything like, secret. She might want to keep, like, people underestimate her super strength. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is a strategy, but, like, you're you're all losing the, this fight, right? It, when it was <laughs> three on three. Like, yeah. okay, maybe you, yourself alone, cannot take on Madame Gao. But you can still throw a car at the other two guys. <laughs> and if they dodge it, there are more cars around you. <laughs> they can dodge all the cars. I mean, that's pretty much a Wanda strategy when fighting, right? <laughs> you can't dodge yeah. all the cars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no one, no one trains dodging cars. They t- train dodging wrenches, and mm-hmm. then they escalate up to dodging balls. But no, no one, I mean, mm-hmm. frogs, the frogs train dodging cars. There's a whole video game about it. <laughs> uh, n- now I know all of these um, characters from the hand are uh, are masters of at least one martial art, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think the way the frog was taught to them. No, I don't think even Danny knows that. No, I mean, Danny doesn't know much. I bet that was Alexandra's skill. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Colin arrives and the hand escape. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Colin, not Colin, Claire and Misty show up. <laughs> and then they decide, after Misty leaves, of course. Uh, Colleen reveals she brought a bunch of C4. <laughs> so, we'll talk about that a lot later. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, anything else with this group before we switch over to the Iron Fist? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I've, I've, that's everything I wanted to say, so pretty much done with all of them for this episode. So, yeah, let's talk about Danny, the Iron Fist Rand. Um, I want to see scenes of Electra just wheeling Danny around on his little... I don't know, wheelie thing. What, what would you call that? <laughs> uh, well, that, that's not fair, Tony. I think you primed me to say wheelie thing because I, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it wasn't a chair. It's not nope. that. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's whatever Hannibal Lecter was strapped to, and I think that was a wheelie thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not like, so like like hand truck there, there's a phrase for that like in like construction yeah. work when you're moving things like like that is I that basically hand truck all right i feel like there's like a specific word for one i i would assume that there's like you have to have it modified for people um a hand people it, no a people truck no yeah Whatever. there we go a wheelie thing <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um so she wheels him down into the pit, and uh, Danny was in Kunlun for fifteen years, right? Yes. He never learned how to read their language. No, he he actually called it out that they specifically didn't teach him that one. Um, he said he's seen that language, uh, but he never he, he never learned it because um, he he said something about them not teaching him stuff. Like there's a lot of okay. stuff he didn't learn. Um, so my assumption is that that's that's probably one of those things that you get to learn as you grow and become uh, more of a master monk or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's around the time when you learn how to open your hand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think this is an interesting scene. 
Uh, because these guys are like the same position on opposite sides, the black sky and the iron fist. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's cool. We get a fight between them. It sucks because Danny's fighting and he's not that great, but, (laughs) um, electric is, uh, a Alexandra line, which is also a Dr. Evil line saying you and I are the same, which is the same as we're not so different. You and I. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she really had to had to pull that out. She unstraps him and they fight. Mm-hmm. And uh it's actually, you know what? It was a pretty good fight because it was dark. They could get stunt people in there. It didn't have to be um the guy who plays Danny. Um <laughs> but Electra kind of tricks him to uh hitting the door. And my first thought when we he hits it and he wakes up under the bones, right? I thought uh-huh. he teleported again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's like Not- a, a a teleportation seal and you hit it and then everyone in there teleports to wherever the dragon's kept. Well, I mean, it does make sense because the hand kept saying that this would get them back to Kunlun. I still don't know how, but they kept saying that this is this was their ticket back. I think this is what I think. Okay, they thought the dragon was still alive, but no one has fed it in five hundred years, <laughs> and they thought they'd fly on the dragon back to Kunlun. <laughs> I don't think it's that because of something that Madame Gao says in next week's episode, oh. but I want to believe it. <laughs> I want to believe. Well, I'm going to believe it until we talk about it next week. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Okay. Um, so yeah, my last note was his fist teleported them to a dinosaur dig. So, <laughs> it, yay! I mean, God, Danny is such an idiot. He knows he's I the know. key. His iron fist. Ah, uh, he's just 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 so don't angry. Use your fist. Hmm. <sighs> Well, Danny's stupid, so par for the course. That is true. Uh, to quote Stick, he's still a dumbass. Or something, I actually don't remember a what he said, but that's along the lines. Ah, he's a thundering dumbass. All right. Yep. You know who really wouldn't like him? <sighs> Red Foreman who? from that 70s show. <laughs> yeah. He would hate him. Yep. <laughs> All right, anything else for our heroes? Um, nothing else. So let's uh move on. Let's take a quick break. Let's pay some some bills. Uh, get some get some of that sweet ad money, and then we'll we'll then we'll get back into it. So people, if you don't want to listen to this ad, fast forward. I don't know, thirty seconds, fifteen, fifteen seconds. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Tony, finish this sentence. A lot of people have blank. Fists. Nope. Tattoos. A lot of people have tattoos. And you should take care of them. So our friends at Handy Excavators have a new product to care for your bodily works of art. Dragon oil made from real dragon bones. Is it really made from dragon bones? I'm told, of course not. That would be preposterous and (laughs) evil and pretty cool. 
even better, in a pinch, you can use it as gasoline. It's the premium stuff. So the next time you need to look look shiny, don't reach for the stu- for the off-the-shelf skin uh, moisturizer. Reach for dragon oil, which is conveniently kept on shelves. All right, moving on to our villains. Mm-hmm. I ask you, to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. <laughs> All right. Um, what are you thinking, Electra? We were just kind of talking about her. Um, fighting yeah, she's first. the only one I have notes for, so yeah. <laughs> Perfect, same here. Um, so I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. Was was this her entire plan, like, to kill Alexandra and take over? Um, or did that just kind of show up at the end when she was just angry that Alexandra told her to go kill Matt? I think it was uh, Impulse. Okay. I mean, Electra in Season 2 of Daredevil has always been an impulsive person. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about the plan to get... Danny to hit the wall because that was pretty smart. <laughs> oh yeah, that that was definitely smart of her. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, why is Electra still going along with the hands planned? Well, I mean, she knows that that substance, the uh, uh, dragon bone stuff, I guess, oh. is the substance. Um, I mean, she knows that there's a lot of power with that, and. Uh, she's also been told that something about it is going to get them back to Kunlun. So maybe she wants to go and just rule over Kunlun. That yeah, could be or an option. just see the sights. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Take a bunch of pictures. Mm-hmm. All that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the rest of the fingers of the hand aren't happy with her because Alexandra's dead. And she apparently controlled all the business stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um Again, going back to my previous thing, like Alexandra kept saying that they were going to go back to Kunlun and I think Madame Gao even said something about it too. Mm-hmm. So like the business stuff doesn't matter. They're leaving. They're getting out of there, right? They're going home. Yeah, I guess. So as I mean as long as they have the iron fist and they have the dumbest one ever, mm-hmm. it'll be easy to get past that door. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, Lecter's right. If they are successful and somehow fly that dragon back to Kunlun, um, they don't need to worry about their business anymore. Yeah, exactly. Alright, anything else for Electra or any other villains? I'm <laughs> out. No, yeah, we're pretty light on villainy stuff this episode. Yeah. So, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. We can move on. To... The people in the priest, I mean, the guys in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Um, I've got Colleen and Claire first. 
because they were hanging out mm-hmm. most together. Um, I am actually, for the first half of this episode, I was disappointed that they relegated Colleen and Claire and, um, to just sitting around worried about an unconscious Luke and missing Danny. Yeah, I, I was thinking something similar. Like, they're, like, Colleen specifically is one of the heroes. They just mm-hmm. didn't have time to bring another character in to do hero stuff, is yeah. my assumption. So, like, that was a little annoying that they just, she, she's just there, the one worrying. She even has her sword. Misty gave it to her. Mm-hmm. She can go do stuff. Yeah. So, uh, and then Claire is just used to stuff. Like, a, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, she's not a fighter, so there's that, but yeah. That's true. I mean, it doesn't stop her from going anyway at the end of this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, I I like Claire. And a little later, she says she did everything she could to avoid powered people, which is patently untrue because she literally says in the clip I use in our podcast that she wants to help people with powers. Yep. That's her goal in life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that was her original goal. And then eventually she realized she wants to help people with powers. Or oh. it's op- the opposite. Maybe she... Uh, nope, ne- never nope. mind. Yeah, it has nope. to have been the original goal. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like... So she's saying I did everything to uh, help avoid people with powers. And then I finally said screw it because it kept showing up. Yep. If you can't beat them, join them. And yep. don't charge them for your services. Oh, no, obviously. I mean, I'm sure heroes get paid, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't an entire plot point in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier about this. No, good, good. I'm glad there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Colleen uh, acknowledges that Danny's immature and tells everyone he's the Iron Fist at any possible moment. I'm glad she's aware her boyfriend's an idiot. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's her type. She likes them dumb. I don't think we've ever seen another uh, relationship she's had. So I'm going to say, yeah. Mm, yeah, I mean, this is 100% of the data, and it fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were developing um, AI software, that's exactly how that would work. <laughs> um, so we're lucky that like she never met Star-Lord, because he's the only human I can think of who's dumber than Danny <laughs> in the MCU. I Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't know if I would consider him dumb because he's definitely street smart, Star-Lord. Like, he just is able to joke around because he's also... I'll, I'll give him points for being skillful in his craft. Uh, but yes, he is also <laughs> yeah. an idiot. Um, that's true, but not, not to the level Danny is. Danny... Danny doesn't have street smarts or uh, book learning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, like, he basically grew up in a very different culture. Danny, I'm talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. And then that did not translate over to this other life that he wants to have now. (laughs) And Star-Lord at least did. Like, sure, his his upbringing was different, but it at least brought him up to, to work with well, other people for, for her. Oh. Okay. So at this point, Danny is the, the dumbest 
significant character in the MCU. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Not human. Not counting Baby Groot because he's a baby. <laughs> Uh, there's another character that I can think of from one of the TV shows that we haven't covered yet. Uh, so I'll hold off on that person. Um, technically they are incredibly intelligent, but from a decision-making point, they're, they're stupid. They're an idiot. (laughs) I actually don't know who you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. Um, wait, this character is from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I don't know what else you have for the guy in the chair. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, more for the guy in the chair. I think okay. uh, the only thing for Colleen and Claire, um, Colleen gets through the strict NYPD security to steal a crab with a C4. <laughs> yeah, she just walks in there. Um, are Are they all like that? Just completely unlocked, unguarded? Like other movies that I've seen, there's always a person there. Yeah. Uh, mostly Batman movies, but yeah. <laughs> um, so. I'm sure it's somewhere in the middle. They, maybe <laughs> there's not one person, but there's at least a camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. yeah. So I don't remember if it if they, they called it out in this episode or next week's, but when the NYPD finds out that the C4 is missing... Or or whatever the explosive is, I just keep assuming it's C four. It's C four. Um, oh, okay. All right. Um, they said that the cameras were down, so Colleen also went and turned off the cameras. Or they were down because she stabbed them with a sword. <laughs> yes, that also could have been it. Yeah. Now, how she did that without being on camera is, I guess, harder. But okay. Well, it depends what kind of camera it is. If it's one of those ones that's literally just—I don't know what they're called—they're just a camera you point shoot if you get right under it you can't see it stab straight up only when all the cops are in a different direction (laughs) (laughs) okay that makes sense and then she smashes it with a hammer Mm -hmm. uh, so they don't know that she initially um, cut it with a sword because they would notice that it would be the one person with the sword (laughs) you think only one person with a sword but anyone could have picked up that hammer it's either Misty, well, yeah. no, it's a hammer. Then it was Thor? Pretty sure it was Thor. Probably, yeah. He he just showed up. Um, he, he likes to do that. He'll just show up someday, <laughs> smash things with a hammer, yep. um, and then leave. It, it, <laughs> that's how he, he does pranks. <laughs> he does not understand pranks. No, no, he doesn't. Yeah. That's why I wish we got more of just the Avengers hanging out and, like, you know, Cap and Hawk, not Cap. Uh, Tony and Hawkeye teach us Thor what a practical joke is, and then Thor breaks Captain America's leg with a hammer because he thinks it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Cap will heal the... in a couple hours. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what was, I think it was in Thor Ragnarok where Thor is talking about some trick Loki did on him when they were kids. <laughs> he was a what snake. was it Loki? Yeah, Loki was a snake, and he just he just bites him. That was it. <laughs> no, he's uh, 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 Loki turned himself to a snake into a snake, and Thor picks it up to admire it, and then he turns back into Loki and goes ah. He doesn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I think him. that's what Thor. I, I'm pretty sure that's what Thor thinks are practical jokes. It's it's scaring people. Uh, but he now he has this cool hammer, so he wants to use it. Yeah. So. Also, he can't shapeshift. So what are you going to do? 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now he can control the hammer from afar, so that's why he destroys walls with it. <laughs> no, you do something like you put your hammer on top of a Hawkeye's like quiver of arrows, so he just can't <laughs> move it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that was the best move in the first Thor movie. Was when he just puts the hammer on Loki. <laughs> So I was like, mm-hmm. hope you're staying here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I've also got notes about uh, Misty. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's told because she's a named major character. She knows about the hand that's been tracking them. I think probably the first person in history, right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So either they're getting sloppy, or Misty's the best cop in the history of New York City. Which I think is probably she, the second one. Probably. She didn't know they were called the Hand, did she? No, but she knows about this mysterious uh, group of people who, and she's been tracking them and stuff like that, she says. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and the reason, I think we get a time frame a little bit. That this is before uh, Sokovia, or at least before Civil War. It's because... They never mentioned the Sokovia Accords, which obviously they would have brought up, right? Uh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to think, because um, I, I do know that they, they hint a little bit about that in later mm-hmm. Netflix MCU shows. Yes, um, they do. I can think of okay. one for sure. Okay, I can also only think of one. Yeah. So maybe we're thinking the same. Either way, it doesn't matter. So yeah, that, that probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Sokovia cards are so wishy-washy in the movies and the other TV shows that care about them, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So yeah. uh, it, I, even if this was afterwards, I'm sure they just ignore it. I'm, I'm sure they would have mentioned it if they've got, t- they're talking about vigilantes and the superpowered people. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. They would have to know what the Scovia Accords are. Like maybe that's one of those things. They just didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> so they're they like, uh, let's let's not deal with what the Sokovia Accords really are. Oh yeah. And let's just not mention it here. It takes place before it. That's it. Yep. Um <laughs> uh, I like how Claire calls out Misty. Like, this is your fault Luke's involved. You took him out right when we were having coffee and um, took him and told him about crimes. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want vigilante justice, stop going to a vigilante. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Misty knows exactly what he does. Mm-hmm. He did quite a few vigilante things in his season. Yes. <laughs> in the, in his one week to six months, because we can't build time in the show. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's really all Misty's fault. But it's okay, because she's going to betray the cops and stall them while all these vigilantes are vigilanteing in the Moon Circle. I mean, again, if you can't beat them, join them. That's true. Or help them out in some way. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have anything else for any of our guys in the chair? Uh, Nope, nothing. All right. Uh, how about 12% of a plan? 
Dark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%?! <laughs> that is not a plan! It's barely a concept. You're taking their side?! I am Groot. So what is better than 11%? What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, just one thing. I just wanted to be clear. Um, so the, the dragon that we see behind that door, um, th th they're implying that the dragon is the substance that brings them all back to life, right? I would assume so. Maybe it's like dragon bone marrow or something. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it. I just wanted to, to make sure we we're on the same page because that, that's what I was thinking. Um, How did the dragon get there? So there's a quote that Madame Gao has in next week's episode. Okay. No, we'll talk um, about it next week. Okay, cool. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll I'll make sure to bring that up next week. But they they kind of explain it. They're they're, they're pretty clear about it. All right. Well, I'm ready to rank the episode. If you are, yeah. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? All right, Tony, how are we ranking the episode? Al, how many cans of warm Subway beer would you give this episode? <laughs> uh, less is better in this case, right? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to give it three and a half. Um, mm. You know, things things really start happening. We get some pretty cool fight scenes. It still feels a little slow at parts, um, but it's you know we're th this is the penultimate episode of yeah. the series. I'm so, glad you got that in there. Yeah, yeah, uh, completely forgot. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so so because of that, you know, things are starting to to really come together. So I I I liked it. I, I enjoyed it, but you know, not a ton. So that's why the three and a half. Yeah, I'd give it the same. Uh, we're getting a little more character interaction we get, and some actual action and insane moves of people stealing C4 from the police to take down a building. Those are all good things, but it is still not living up to what I think could be the potential of the show. Oh, I agree. Completely agree. All right. Cool. Well, I guess that's the episode. So, uh, all right, everyone, please join us next week when we will finish up the MCU's Netflix's Marvel's The Defenders. Uh, and um, in the meantime, please remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Dun, dun, dun.